þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. And actually, actually, the, um, <laughs> if, if you're if you're um, if you're uh, a woman, you, if you're a man, you say Saudi crop, and if you're a woman, you say Saudi ka, like it's ah. Yeah. And they honestly, the longer I, what I notice is, it's almost like the longer you say the ka, the more polite you are. And I once watched these two women honestly like warring at each other in a market. Sarika, Sarika, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it just yeah. kept going. So it's like, and uh, uh, so it's just like, ah, now you look great. Yeah, you no, look thank great. you, thank no, you. thank you. And you hang up. You hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. You hang up. You hang up. Yeah, you hang up. <laughs> okay, I'll hang up. Jesus. Hang up. Hang up the phone. <laughs> hang it up. Is this that, conversation is over. Is that Werner Herzog <laughs> angry? That was like a really angry word. It didn't sound like Werner Herzog. It did a little bit. Mm. Not at all. Now hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. I don't want to talk to you any longer. This conversation is over. I have been through worse. I got shot in an interview and kept going. I have stared into the eyes of the albino alligators of the French caverns that haven't been discovered before I went there. And never were discovered when I was there. And no one in- discovered the internet before me either. I'm the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you are a true rogue. I am a true rogue. Oh, man. Mm. How you doing? Dive, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you right there. Man, right? Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Don't get me started on man with their penises, swinging their penises in our faces the, all the time. Always want to whip it out. Don't you agree with me, gir- girlfriend? I <laughs> 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 I didn't know where that was going at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. Hey, oh, and on. always with better paychecks than us girls. And uh, yeah, oh, don't get me started on the pacing, standing, standing up, up thing, and leaving up the toilet seat, and leaving up the toilet seat. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna do the next time I go to the toilet? I'm gonna leave it down. So they know what it's like, girlfriend. I'm scared to be part of this conversation. Are you? Yes! I don't. I don't. I keep hoping you have a point, an ironic point. I don't. I, no. I'm, 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 I'm at this point in my uh, comedic search for truth, which will never end because mm. truth is relative. 
uh, <clears throat> is uh, uh, I'm at this whole thing where I'm actually I, I, I don't even know how this sentence was uh, gonna uh, finish but I, I am actually kind of uh, examining mm. the um, mis- I'm examining misogyny in a way Mm, because I, I've always been, since I can uh, remember, remember a, a feminist in mm-hmm. a way, but I know I'm not a perfect one. I spe- and that is just because is there a perfect feminist? There's no such thing. No. But uh, I, I am, <clears throat> but I, as a male feminist, it's mm. even harder to uh, subscribe to the uh, rule book of feminism, uh-huh. if you will. Because there's no such thing. No. And uh, feminism is not a political movement. It is just a direction, mm-hmm. in, if you will. And um, I always get always also also get anxious when I start talking about this because it's almost like I'm mansplaining feminism, which is the worst thing ever. It is. <laughs> it is. It is the the worst but you could do. At the same time, I mean, as a male. Mm. I think it is appropriately inappropriate for me to try to uh, examine misogyny within humor. Because I... So so, so you said it's appropriately inappropriate. Yeah. So it's appropriate that it's inappropriate. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I know... well, Well, of course, women know misogyny in uh, more extreme ways than I do because uh, they experience it they experience it they are the ones who get their behinds pinched at at Mm -hmm. bars and such and whistled when they go down the street yeah and and also just sexually attacked which is which is not uh, very funny but uh, uh, I as a male actually experience other men talking about women, yes. bond, other men bonding with men, bonding, even talking. trying to bond with me through misogyny. misogyny. Yeah, and I'm a kind of um, a kind of uh, uh, examining that now in 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 humor, and it's uh, it's a slippery slope because mm. uh, when I do it, most people with a sense of humor know where I'm going yeah but there's always a big uh, always a a portion of the people who uh, misunderstand it as me being genuinely misogynistic Mm -hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it for example recently not very recently but uh, yeah but not it was uh, like a couple of months ago Mm -hmm. I was doing stand-up somewhere Mm -hmm. at Rosenberg I believe and I did uh, a whole thing with the whole joke about have you seen women? Yeah, have yeah. you seen women? Mm-hmm. And uh, and one woman went. It was at an like an Australia show or something. Probably yeah. Or okay. or at the half 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 and then I just didn't want to go into it because yeah. of her role. I can, I can just keep on going with the job because yeah. most people are getting it. She's not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin the whole momentum by explaining it to her. Also, if you explain a joke, it will. It's no the whole funny. thing. Do you think sometimes? Because I mean, the, I'll be. I say 
for those listening at home, I say that she obviously didn't get that joke because your purpose in that joke is you're pointing out misogyny. Yeah, that's, all, that's yeah. what you're doing. You're saying, you know, when people ask you all the time if women are funny. You're like, have you seen women, you know, walking yeah, around hilarious. with no penis, yeah. not, not getting paid, you know. <laughs> it, it's, and, and that's, I, I think that's a very funny joke because it points out that, yes, we live in a misogynistic world where, where women don't get paid the same amount. Do you think that sometimes, like if, sometimes a person will not get that joke because they've already decided to be offended without even listening to you? I guess sometimes. I didn't, don't think that was the issue in that particular, uh, with that particular girl because she yeah. sp- spoke to me later. She says, I love everything you do, but when he went that way, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, yeah, but... But did she, did she relate to you that you know, she did understand the joke? No, she didn't. And I, I didn't even explain it yeah. to it after the show because I was like, uh, yeah, okay. You didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, I I wasn't in the mood. I didn't feel, I didn't feel it was necessary to explain it to her. It was just it was basic, pretty much just her. In my eyes, it was her problem. Mm, mm. And also, she was offended essentially for the right reasons, because she was offended uh, yeah. <clears throat> because she thought she was exper- she was lo- uh, looking at me being misogynistic. Yeah. So if she, this is what was happening in her world, then she was offended for the right I guess, reason. I guess the way that joke is structured as well, yeah. you have to listen to the entire thing for you to not, for it to not, it's the, it's the one line that makes yeah. it you making fun of misogyny. Yeah. Is, which is the, you know, you know, hardly getting anything paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> that's, that's what is the tell. So maybe yeah. she got offended before... Something like that, that yes. Yeah. Maybe she missed <clears throat> that bit, and also just uh, some people just don't really get jokes, or uh, mm. I don't really know. I don't. I rarely get. I I rarely find. Uh, uh, there's a reason for me to actually explain jokes to people who don't mm. get the joke mm. because it's just a waste of time, and also. Like I said, if they are offended, they're often offended for uh, right reasons. So some yeah. people are offended because, for example, recently when I'm doing my Trump jokes mm. on the internet, people are f- offended for Trump's uh, on Trump's behalf mm. and uh, fuck those people yeah. all the way to hell. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> uh, and also I feel uh, no, that was a very uh, was a very strong phrasing. Yeah. So fuck those people all the way to to the beach. Because it's a nice place. It's a nice place. Oh my god. (laughs) 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 Oh, you're in that mood. (laughs) I'm in an understanding mood and we're all the same fucking species. Wow. Good for you. Yeah, okay. You can do the hating now. I'll do the hating. Yes. But before we do it, I'm just going to explain to everybody that I'm Australian. And I am Icelandic. And together we are... Australia. into a microphone we are opening up our souls to you listeners hoping even wanting that you will understand or comprehend 
the confusing enigma that is This is the end. (laughs) (laughs) It was like really early Chemical Brothers. Misogyny. Yeah. How are you doing? How's your week? <laughs> Apart from the misogyny. Apart from the misogyny. <laughs> um, I am all right, I guess. Yes. Mm. Uh, I'm about to. Uh, well, when this show airs, yes, I will be on an airplane going to uh, Lithuania. Why? Do I know? I know about this, right? Uh, probably. It's the huge big party from the Icelanders and there's the, yeah, it's the like ex- Cirque du Soleil will be there or something. It's an air- airline that a couple of years ago had me uh, MC the, yeah. their whole big party and let me doing it again to uh, this year. I, I believe it will be smaller now so it won't have the whole uh, extravaganza hullabaloo. Mm-hmm. But it was so it was just it was a trial by fire last mm-hmm. time I did it. Mm-hmm. So now when I do it with fewer people, you know what to expect. And I, yeah, I I have no idea what's going to happen now. I'm mm. not I'm not I don't think I'm gonna ride a motorcycle and uh, perform uh, with uh, fire dancers, mm-hmm. fire breathers. But uh, I'm gonna do a good show, and I mean. There, these are rich people who are hiring me, so I will be at a five-star hotel, nice. eating steaks mm-hmm. for breakfast, for there lunch, a and dinner. There's a bathtub and shower. There's oh. everything. That's what I do in a hotel because I I don't have a bathtub in my apartment. I just want a bath. That's all I want. Yeah, bath is nice, uh, and also I, I mean. <clears throat> This time I'm gonna remember to tip the the bellboy. Uh huh. Because last time it was the first time somebody carried my bags to the fucking room. Mm-hmm. I only seen it in movies, so it was just. You really like, never had that happen before. No. No. Oh, God! <clears throat> what hotels are you staying in? I, I'm an Icelander. I've stayed in like in the majority of hotels when you check in they just take your bags up and then by the time you get in the room they're there waiting for you. Really? You don't even have to see the bellboy. What? Or you go up there and then someone knocks on the door and brings your bags in. No, it's it, it, that just happened that one time. Most of the time you just take it. I mostly stayed at very nice hotels yeah. but you take your fucking bags yourself because no, I feel uncomfortable that. with someone carrying my bags here. In. I don't. It's their job. Yeah, but uh... <laughs> do you feel uncomfortable with someone wiping down the table in the food court after you've used it? No, but it's their job. Okay, so how have you been traveling? When you travel, are you talking about when you travel with your doctor? Or <laughs> doctor husband? I knew you'd say that. Well, I'm trying to find out why you've been, why you are so used to the service, and I'm not. Well, yes, it was. I did a lot of travel in ten years with your doctor husband, with my do- ex-husband, yes. doctor ex-husband. Yes, and and <laughs> there were some nice hotels. There were some also mediocre hotels. Yeah, but I still didn't have to carry my bags up myself. It's uh, so yeah okay. 
If you even go on a cruise ship, you don't take your bags up yourself. I don't. I've never been to a cruise. Well, my ship. parents. That's all they fucking do. So no, okay. they. That's and they always talk about the, the the travel. And I say to them, yeah. So what did you see? And the only thing they talk about is the the breakfast buffet. And it's yeah. like, well, I've been in a hotel too. So it's it's. I miss the breakfast buffet. Every hotel trip. I because you sleep in. Yeah, I sleep in. Mm. Yeah, my breakfast buffet is. Uh, a series of masturbation sessions. <laughs> a series. Yeah. Well, you're in a very comfortable bed. Yeah. And you're alone. Yeah. And I've uh, told you too much. No, you haven't. No. You've told me much worse. Yeah, I think so. My like, but uh, like, hotel pickup sex is is much nicer, because like you, it, it's it's always gonna look nice. You know, come back to my place. It's not going to be messy. I know. It's yes. not going to be messy. And then it's it's great for you to just get them to leave afterwards because they can just walk out of yeah. the hotel. They just yeah. walk out and they probably don't find their way back if there's the stalker type. And then sometimes they end up, uh, you know, going on a reality TV show and getting into the finals. Explain? No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> It took a strange turn then. <laughs> I just remembered the last time I did that hotel thing. Yeah. It was it in Stockholm. It was with a reality TV star? It was with someone who later went on a reality TV competition and may or may not be in the finals. Mm-hmm. It's, it's enough. I've said too much already. <clears throat> it just I just remembered it now. Okay. Yeah. So what? Where were we? Yes, my masturbation session. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm exaggerating. I, I, How I, soon can you go again after you've already gone? I probably not I straight know, away. No, an hour. I think it would have to be an hour. At least an hour after uh, masturbation. Yeah. Well, yes. If after masturbation, then I then I have to wait for an hour. If it's sex. With a lady, mm. then it can happen again after 10 minutes or so, or 15 minutes or something. Wow. Because it's a lady, and, you know, a lady is more attractive than your fucking palm. You, you tired old palm. I don't know that I could go 10 minutes again after. I, I think I need longer. I think that has... I, I, I think I still can do that. If uh, I, I mean, if, I, if a gun was put to my head, I could do it, you know. It just, yeah, if a gun was put to your head? During sex. <laughs> I'm into some weird shit. <laughs> Sometimes I put one bullet in there, and I say, just, just pull the trigger while you fuck me. Yeah. Just do it. Pull the trigger while I'm coming. No, no, I like hotel rooms because... Uh, I can. Uh, that's that's actually because I uh, uh, I have less and less time to read my comic books. So I yeah. bring, bring a big stack to hotel yeah. rooms. I just read there yeah. a lot, and that would be fun. Also, I'm doing the whole thing, watching a new movie every day now, and and and. So you're taking some movies with you? So I, 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 either that, I'm just watching. I'm probably just gonna find something on Netflix while yeah. I'm there, and it will be great. That's good. Mm-hmm. I will be preparing for my final Australiana. 
Yeah, which is it's what date? On Sunday the 12th. Sunday the 12th of February, starting at 8pm. Tickets are 1,990 kroner, and they're available at midi.es. M-I-D-I dot I-S. Yes, and uh, I've seen that show, and it's really good. you got to see it, you guys. And now it's got cello in it. Now it has a cello in it. No. And now with cello. Now with cello. It's like, for some reason, I thought of... Uh, <coughs> Of uh, Lucky Charms box, and now there's a new marshmallow. It's cello, cello shape. Cello. <laughs> now with cello. <laughs> Australiana. Now with cello. Um, I'm a mom. <clears throat> I'm a mom. And I know how hard it be- can be to entertain your children on a Sunday evening. That's why I choose Australiana. Now with cello. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's it. The show has gone really well, so I, I'm I'm very proud of it. It's so a very well. good show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I do have um an embarrassment of the week, and it's it's internet related. Yes, I got some negative feedback <gasps> on my show. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got it like uh, did you? So it, there's was this it t- t- uh, directed towards you? No, well, I don't even think this bitter old queen, and that's how I'm going to call him. I don't even think this bitter old queen realized that he commented on something I had posted. Right. So in one of the Facebook groups um, for the gays, um, I <clears throat> posted about the event, and uh, then another person who I know had said. Oh, I really wish I could come, but I can't because he lives in Denmark. And then the day after the show, there was a message, a comment, completely in Icelandic, underneath that one. And I read it, and I was like, ah, oh, my Icelandic isn't great, but I'm, I'm getting that's quite negative. And then I actually got it properly translated. And this person said, I gave up at interval because there were two girls behind me laughing like idiots. It wasn't that great. But obviously it was fun for them. I certainly won't be coming back. Okay, this better old queen, <clears throat> or just a, a better old person, in my book. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's just, uh, this is, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but the embarrassing <laughs> thing, though, isn't that. No. The embarrassing thing is, like, I was with my work colleague at the kitchen. Yeah. And I told him about it, and I said... I'm going to comment on it. I'm going to say, what an interesting comment to put on a post that you know I'm going to see. And then he said, don't. Yes. Don't do it. Don't. Why? What do you gain well, from this? This is what I would tell you as well. If it, yep. And even, uh, even in spite of the ironic fact that I have done it tons of times. Yeah. I, and, and it's sometimes... He said, what, what are you going to gain from it? And I said, oh, you're right. And actually, this is something my... My ex-husband used to do for me was go, don't, Jono, don't mm. get involved. Don't be the better person. Uh-huh. And so Matti, I have to thank him, Matti, Matthijs, he's Dutch also, um, yeah. for... The one who works with you. Yeah, 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 you've met him. Yeah. Um, so he had said, don't, don't say anything. And then I did. I did at three o'clock in the morning when I was lying awake thinking about it. I All I wrote, though, was... Thanks for the feedback. Okay, that's good. That's classy. Is it? Yes. But I feel embarrassed because it's like, I should have said nothing. Yeah, nothing is better. Yeah. But thanks for the feedback. 
is at least I mean you you got <clears throat> got kind of away with it, I think. And I think I think though for me it was I was actually going, why am I so offended by this? And I think it's because the show is so personal. And, yeah, right. and actually I don't think I have had any negative feedback directed towards me about my work since I moved to Iceland. Oh, okay. So that was the first time. <clears throat> I guess, you know, um, except that one time when somebody didn't want to book me because to host the so... game, I was too in. Yeah, well, that's a compliment. <laughs> I don't want him. He's too in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's also a better old person thing uh-huh. to say. Uh-huh. But uh, here is my here are my two cents. Uh-huh. Um, when people feel the need to hate on you, and mm. this will never stop, so it's almost futile to comment on it or yeah. complain about it. This will always be part of the information age, unless for some reason mankind kind of. Uh, evolves into nice people like in Star Trek mm. but uh, <clears throat> here uh, and I mean whenever I have the need to diss someone or, or just t- t- say I didn't like that show on internet I, it hasn't happened for years actually yeah because you tend to keep it to yourself or just in your close circle well, it's it will be it will be just it will be such I would look so bad, mm. so pat. It's a patty thing to do mm. to say it's like I don't like it. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. all who gives a shit. Mm. And whenever somebody is because <clears throat> criticism is, I think the reason I can never be mad at. Uh, actual working critics mm. is because they are being paid to actually tell their opinion. Yeah. Their professional opinion. But when it's just any old Joe from out of town, yeah. you know, Joe in Eribay, as yeah. we say in Icelandic, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, then it's just a, a, someone who is annoyed by all sorts of things, probably mostly annoyed by the fact that they are who they are mm-hmm. at that moment. They are not happy as the person that they are at that moment. Mm-hmm. And the one of the way to deal with it is to criticize other people. Mm. But here's a person who paid uh, himself into that show. Well, I did want to come in and say, I still got your money. Yeah. <laughs> Paid himself into the show and it's like, uh, I don't know. It's just, that is a fuck. Whenever you ever, whenever you're gonna see something, uh, there's a chance you might not like it. Might not like it. Yeah. And I am, uh, when, okay, uh, <clears throat> I wasn't sure where this comment of mine was gonna end because I'm realizing now I've done this recently. Uh huh. I've done this for... Uh, well, I just don't think it counts if it's a movie. Yeah. I really didn't like La La Land. Uh-huh. And I've been I've been ranting about it for the past two Hepnitur uh, mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I, I actually said out loud at some other podcast, I think this one, 
uh, whereas didn't like Othello. Yeah, you said you didn't like Othello yeah, in this one. Yeah, yeah. They, those were Icelandic performers and performers I like. I like the director, I like uh, the performers, mm-hmm. I like the actors, I like the theater. Yeah. So, no, I have nothing to say about this. <laughs> but I really shouldn't have said anything. I, I, yeah, I, I pretty much uh, painted myself into a hypocritical corner <laughs> right there. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you're imploding. Yeah, your whole world is, is disintegrating. Yeah, but whenever I do this, whenever I do this, I feel kind of bad because mm. it is the higher road is, of course. Don't be a, a biatch. Yeah, which I shouldn't have said, so, you know. I, I still wish, part of me, the vindictive part of me, just wanted to actually go, you know, what a weird thing to say when you know I'm going to read this, but I still got your money, so go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, 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 that, that's true. And, and also, mm. negative feedback, it's a good thing. It is, it is. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like you have anything to prove to this person? No. No. I do not because the, the feedback didn't actually point out anything wrong with the show except for the fact that the girls behind him were laughing too loud. Yeah. Okay. At yeah, my yeah, jokes. Yeah, I forgot about that thing. So he was annoyed by the fact that the, other people were, were laughing. Yeah. They were really enjoying it and yeah. he wasn't enjoying it as much as they were. Yeah, I remember when I went to the movie Zombieland. Yeah. There was this person sitting in front of me who was just, he, he was laughing like it was the end of the world. Mm-hmm. At every joke Which is an was interesting the funniest metaphor. thing. <laughs> laughing like it was the end of the world. Yeah, like, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use all the laughs I have left yeah. for this movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so every joke and I, it was just hilarious. And I thought, yeah, it's a, it's a, good, it's a really good movie, but... It's not that funny. Mm-mm. And uh, then I left the theater and I saw him walking with his friends, just smiling and still laughing. Yeah. And I just, at that, at that moment, I thought, no, wait a minute. I'm the bitter asshole mm-hmm. because I'm actually annoyed that at someone's his joy. Yeah, I'm annoyed at an, another, an anonymous person's joy. Mm hmm. What is wrong with me? What is wrong with you? Yeah, the same thing that is wrong with a bitter old queen slash person. Yeah. But that's, I mean, <laughs> judging judging from, I think the proud moment for me is from the last, say, four or five podcasts, my embarrassment of the week is relatively tame. For once. Yeah, it's very tame. Mm. And I wish I had uh, a serious embarrassment, but it's kind of, connected to our last conversation about being Iceland famous. Yeah. Which is, I, uh, last Friday, I went uh, to the, I appeared at the two main television stations. Yeah, Ruth and... Um, and Stöðtvö. Yeah. I went to Stöðtvö because I was asked to read out loud, they were doing this whole uh, Jimmy Kimmel thing, uh, celebrities read mean, mean tweets. tweets. Yes. Oh, okay. So I write the mean tweets or comments or whatever about about them. you. Yeah, <gasps> they were all just hilarious and very yeah. funny. And uh, I who liked. else did it? Uh, Top of Marinos? Nah, I don't know. Steine? Nah. Um, some hand. Oh, let's give up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
nay nay, flam flam, you know, yeah, the, whole, the whole the whole crew is there. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> I was there along with Steinay, school and daughter, mm-hmm. and we were uh, we were uh, asked to like uh, yeah comment about it. They were like they were they showed the video of us reading it, then later I had this bit of an interview with us mm-hmm. to live. And then straight after that I went to Gisli Martin, mm-hmm. who was a talk show host and Druv. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to his show. Did I ever tell you I taught him the phrase mic drop? You taught Gisli Martin mic drop? Mm-hmm. He hadn't heard about mic drop before? Nope. Hmm. Shall man. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, but at that show, I was, so I was thinking, okay, last time I came to Gisli Martin, I, I was kind of just over milking the thing that I'm the offensive comedian, uh-huh. that I say stuff like poop and fuck. Mm. So, okay, this time I'm not going to talk about, I'm not going to do any dick jokes, I'm not going to do any poop jokes. Did you do stand-up on the show? No. Okay. You can't do it at his show because for some reason it doesn't have an actual live audience. So it's just a stu- studio at Roof. Yeah, it's just a... Yeah, I hate that studio. Yeah, well... Uh, oh, I shouldn't say that. <clears throat> I mean, it's a very nice show, but I don't understand... It's a great show, but it's... They a... should have an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, They do... Uh, I think some other shows at Roof do the same mistake. They don't have a live audience. It just makes it so much more interesting. Pop-pulter. Sorry, but Popunder, you should have a live audience because it it brings it makes your show live. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so so the ma- so this show is uh, basically we talk about everything that happened that week. Mm-hmm. So it's also a topical show. Uh, and the things that happened that week was internationally it was Trump. Mm-hmm. And uh, locally, it was some guy who uh, sued someone else for calling him a poop. And it was like it was a, a misogynistic guy mm-hmm. who sued a, a fairly decent woman for calling him cooker. Yeah, for calling him cooker. Right. And and uh, did he succeed? No. Oh, okay. He had actually to have to pay. He had to pay her something, uh-huh. which is very funny, and I, I love it. I, I really don't know the details. Uh-huh. So, I went in there thinking I'm not gonna do any poop jokes, and I'm gonna do no dick jokes. Uh-huh. And the the topics were the guy who sued someone for calling him a poop, and, and the man Trump, who who's is the president, dick in the world, the biggest dick in the world, who grabs people by the pussy. Yes. So yeah. I was like, okay, and then I was like, poop, 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 dick, dick, pussy, poop, dick, pussy. Oh my god! And I left that the studio thinking, oh great, that's what is that the reason I was there? Just, just say poop and dick. Well, that's not a bad reason for you to be there. No, but I'm, I'm, I, I, I know I'm, I, I realized like the whole poop dick thing is my front. In order to get, I guess, more important messages out there. Is it? No. Would you agree? <laughs> I'm hoping no, that yeah, you would yeah. agree. I do agree. And uh, I thought like, oh, okay. And uh, the, uh, that was, well, the main embarrassing thing is that earlier that day, I met my grandma. Mm. 
who lives in the north side of the country, but came back this weekend. I didn't know she was still alive. No, I have this one grandma who's still uh-huh. alive, and she was recently 19 years old. Wow. And she came south to celebrate her 19 years old, 90 years old uh, birthday mm-hmm. with all the people who couldn't make it uh, uh, north. Uh, so, and then I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm at the television tonight. Yeah, I'm going to watch you. And then I just realized, oh, my grandma is watching you. Oh. But I also realized, oh, she's so used to. Well, she has seen me say 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 these things before. Mm. She doesn't comment on it because I don't know if she knows. I I know she disapproves, but as, at the same time, I know she realizes it's my quote unquote within goose feet job. Yeah, to do poop and dick jokes. That's why people book you. Yes. Yeah, it's just it was just an uh, what Oprah would call an aha moment. Yeah. So this is what I am. This is and what I, I am. I felt slightly embarrassed. Don't. Which though. I should though. No, but no, you... but I think I need that embarrassment once in a while. Every now and then. Well, I guess it's. I don't think you need the embarrassment, but you need to acknowledge that there's obviously a part of you that wants to be taken a little bit more seriously when it comes to certain issues. Because you are an intelligent man and you have a lot of things to say about a lot of interesting global topics and no one really asks you your opinion on them. They just want you to tell the jokes about them. Yeah, and then I tell the jokes about them. And you dance, in monkey a poop, dance. In a poopy way. Yeah. And I guess... But it's that's but, the, that's, I think that's the thing we all end up going through as comedians is moments where you, you go... I'm, because I, I would I would like to say the majority of, of, of people who, who are good at comedy are not stupid people. No. The majority of the time they're actually, you know, quite intelligent people who know what's going on in the world and they have a lot of things to say. Tortured souls. Tortured souls. Usually we're all anxious or depressed. Um, but the, there's, there's a moment we all have every now and then where you go, oh, is this all I am? Yeah. Am I just dick jokes? That's that's the thought I had while yeah. w- while exiting the studio. But I normally have that thought when I'm watching other comedians I really respect, like like Bill Bailey. Yeah. For instance, and Eddie Izzard. Uh-huh. They're so smart, and I used to torture myself for years when I was in Australia because I wanted to be the smart intellectual comedian who had lots of really great things to say on world topics. And, and I tr- always would try to cater my set towards that. And it would never work. Because what I'm good at is telling gross dick jokes about me fucking up at life. Yeah. But I think, uh, here's the thing. As long as we have that thought in the back of our minds. That yeah. we want to say serious things. But yeah. we all can express ourselves through dick and poop jokes. Mm. It will get there. Yeah, it's, at least you have that thought. Yeah, at least I have that thought, and and I at least do you're not getting up on a stage and saying, "Oh, this person's skin was this color. Uh, it was so much this color." Blah blah blah, and yeah, keep yeah. telling I, that I, joke I when nobody. <laughs> I know what you're referencing. Right now. You're referencing a certain, certain, certain. Yes, you know it's it's you 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 were at least trying to make mm-hmm. a change in the world. That's right. So. I guess our embarrassments of this week were kind of uh, thoughtful. They were thoughtful. <gasps> this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Actually, when doves no. cry, I would imagine it was like... 
I think we all just did that joke. Oh, did we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never listened to this show. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. People go, I loved it when you said this on the podcast. And then I hear it and go, did I really say that? Oh my God, I'm a terrible person. No, I oh, yeah. Or you think, oh, did I say that? Oh, I shouldn't read. Oh, what? I should I say that more often. I should have written that down. <laughs> Maybe I should well, listen to the podcast. Well, I did record it. I did record it. I should just fucking listen to it. But that was, yeah, that was good. So let's let's move on to our oh, next segment. No? you got something else to say. No, I'm going to say, oh, thanks, God. What? I said I just said Operation Sex God. I was trying oh, to yeah, say I it forgot like about a Operation Sex God. I forgot about that. How are you doing with yours? I have been swimming. I have been running, and I have that's it. I've been running. Yeah, I've been running. I've been uh, eating healthier. I have also been doing that. My poops are better. My poops are better as well. Mm-hmm. Except just not just just now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we. I mean, we did do a fair bit of drinking yesterday. Yes. Yes. Okay, so now it's time for uh, how to, to speak Australian. I have an actual A to Z index of Australian terms, and I thought you could pick a letter, and I would try and find an interesting one. I'm going it. to pick Z because it's not in the Icelandic language. Yes, that's a, that's a bit of knowledge for you people. We uh, don't have Z. We don't use Z or C. Oh, there's only one with Z. Or W. We don't use W either. There's lots with W. There's one with Z. Uh, or Z, as you said. British English is Z. Yeah. Um, so, the word Zach. Mm-hmm. So, it comes from... Uh, when, when Australia used to have the British pound. Yeah. So, it used to have a coin called a sixpence. So, it was six pennies. Right? Right. And that got shortened to Zach. And you use it in the way, uh, like, like Jack, really. So, it isn't worth a Zach. Isn't worth a Zach, mate. Or, he hasn't got a Zach. Yeah? Right, he hasn't got a Zach. He hasn't, he hasn't got a Zach. He hasn't got a penny to his name. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was a bad one. A w, mm-hmm. one of my favorite words, whinge. Whinge. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Means to complain. Ah, you whingy bitch. So what? Yeah, whinging. Whingy. This is sort of whingy uh, show. Uh, it is. A, we we whinge a lot. We whinge a lot. And another one of my favorites with W is wobbly. Wobbly. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, a flaccid penis. Nope. It's basically if you have like a tantrum or an outburst, you chuck a wobbly. Chuck a wobbly. Well, chuck a lot of things over there. <laughs> yeah, you chuck okay. everything. Double chuck a yui. Chuck a... Chuck a yui. Chuck a yui. I think that's, that's such a strange way to phrase you taking a U-turn. Chuck the, a yui. The last one I want to teach you with W is walkabout. I, I know that. It's a movie. What does walkabout mean? It means going out into nature and surviving on the land. Well, that's what the, it's. It's from the Aboriginal because yeah. they. It was like a rite of passage. At mm-hmm. a certain point, you go walk about. So mm-hmm. you just basically you get yourself lost on purpose. Yeah, and then you're. It's your responsibility to find your way back home. And on yeah. the way, you're supposed to find out about yourself. Um, I think but, it's the uh, most uh, comprehensive, or uh, well, it's most uh, 
of all the uh, rituals yeah. of becoming a man things I've heard about. This oh, is women go walk about as well. Of yeah. becoming a man or a woman. Um, I'm sorry, I'm very misogynistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, though the, this is kind of the most kind of makes most sense. Yeah. Instead of just walking up to an altar and say, I promise that I believe in you, Jesus. Please give me presents. Yeah. But, but in the Australian vocabulary, you use walkabout generally to point out that something's missing. Uh. So where's my keys? They've gone walkabout. Yeah. Oh, so we took the, like, this beautiful Aboriginal and thing made and it just made it about losing your keys. Like we did with everything beautifully yes. Aboriginal <laughs> We're a wonderful nation. We, are a, a, we have a very dark history that we are ashamed of. I mean, at least we just got rid of the ad- evidence when we destroyed the people who lived here before. Who was that? The Irish? Yeah, some Irish uh, monks. And you killed them? I think so. I think we just killed them and, and then we just pretended they were never here. We made not so shallow graves. Yeah, because they, um, they found them recently, didn't they? They found Irish monks' bodies that yeah. predate Icelanders. Who are actually the ones who discovered this country. Yeah. But they didn't, you know, make a deal out of discovering it and uh, owning it. Because mm. they were just some monks. They just wanted to live... Then weren't they living in solitude? Yeah, they just yeah. wanted to live in solitude, drink wine and fuck each other. Like monks do. Sounds sounds amazing. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds like a great weekend away. <laughs> Where are you going? Just to Iceland. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm just going to hang out with some mates, get drunk and fuck each other. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Until the Vikings come. Until the Vikings us. come and kill us. Yeah. Yeah. Chop yeah. our dicks off. Yeah, chop our dicks off. And <laughs> ruin our perfect way of life. Yeah, it does be the perfect way of life. I mean... I used to have a theory that, like, monks were the original kind of, like, exclusive gay bars. Because mm-hmm. they were all just men who only wanted to be with men and didn't want to be around women. Yeah. And they obviously were fucking each other. And uh, the only one who can see them do it is God. And what he's going to do? Nothing. Nothing. Because it doesn't exist. It's <laughs> <laughs> a case, man. We created everything. Gyms, religion. <laughs> it's the perfect. It's I envy you guys. Yeah. Uh, at least in the past when in you were past. persecuted by Vikings. You, oh my god. What are you going to teach me today? I don't know. Oh, yes. I was going to teach you about Thorri. Thorri. Yeah. I was going to teach you because now there is the, uh, the month of, of Thorri. Yeah, before the regular months, we had other months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now is the ancient month of Thorri, mm-hmm. which... Uh, I guess meant nothing back in the day, but now we, for some reason, or probably you can look it up. I'm not gonna. Uh, and uh, <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and uh, now we, when the story we we celebrated by having a party Sh- called Thorrablot. Yeah. Which is where we uh, wear loba pesa or woolen uh, uh, sweaters. Yeah. And uh, eat uh, the traditional Icelandic food, which, which is disgusting. Which is disgusting and also amazing. I like the sheep's head. Sheep's head is good. I like the tongue. I don't go for the eye. I once did, but the texture got to me. I had the eye. I just found it very fatty. 
they're just like like a it's jelly like it's jelly but it has like a crunchy center which mm. is just mm. but um, uh, of course I like the hard fish which we eat anyway all year around I don't like the fermented shark but I, I, I love the fact that it's there and uh, then it's the balls I don't go for that but I go for a sweeter sulta which is basically just a uh, gelatinous mix of entrails and stuff from oh. the sheep and uh, so they use gelatin to put it together something like that is yeah. it warm or cold? cold and uh, I like then there's livra pilsa and the blodmer most yeah. people like livra pilsa but I like blodmer that's is, blood pudding yeah blood pudding is more like haggis than livra pilsa but I think haggis uh, is kind of a mix between livra pilsa and blodmer not really Okay. No, because haggis is a lot of different things, but it's boiled in a sheep's stomach. Well, it is in the UK. Yeah, that's what we do as well. Yeah, but blood, you're, uh, uh, the blood pudding is more similar to black pudding. Yeah. Which is basically, it's only blood. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the blood, and it's cooked inside so skin. You, uh, so maybe uh, haggis is more like liver pizza. Probably. Yeah. Which yeah. Is more... It has more actual body parts. Yeah, it. and it's healthier. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good for people when they've women when they've just had babies because it's really high in iron. I've, I'm thinking of starting eating more liver pizza because uh, you only need a few bites. Can I make a suggestion to you first? Yeah. Go get a blood test to make sure that there's no chance you might have hemochromatosis. Yes, I will try to remember that because you live in a hemochromatosis is a, a, a genetic condition where your body doesn't break down iron as well as it should. So you actually can keep too much of it in your system. I think I'll go there because I've eaten a lot of liver pills in my life. Okay. All right. Just but I just know yeah, in small populations it, uh, where there has been inbreeding, it's um it's very you common. mean Iceland? Yep. Yeah. Iceland and country Australia. Yeah. Um <laughs> and the treatment for it when your liver uh when your iron gets too high is they just take a bag of blood out of you until your levels get low enough. Right, and then you have to avoid rich foods like, like like red wine and beer and and stuff. Otherwise, you'll get gout. Or is it this known in Icelandic gicht? Oh. Anyway. Anyway. So it's Thor. 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 Which is also the name of my brother. It is. And, and his you're... name is Thor Mother, but he's called Thor. And you're Thorarin. Yes, my full name is Thorarin Huglekur Dagsson. Hulekur is my middle name. Yeah. So how come you both are Thors? Uh, our father is a theologist. Mm-hmm. That's a word, right? Yeah. And so, and uh, I mean, theorist, th- maybe. and Thor, Thor related names are just very common in Iceland. Mm. And the Thorarin is a very common name in my mother's family. Mm-hmm. So Thorarin, and my father added Hulekur. Mm. Which was um, uh, a king. It's a name. It's almost like a king for the Goetar, which mm. is an old Swedish tribe or old, just old Swedish nation before it became Sweden. Uh, because he studied uh, ancient history. Also, there's an old uh, the king called Huglekur in uh, Beowulf. Mm-hmm. In the poem of Beowulf, so maybe it's from there. But do you get why I think it's... So you're Thorarin, mm-hmm. and he is Thorir. Thormóður. Thormóður. He is, he, is so, the, he is the stamina of yeah. Thor, 
And I'm the eagle of thought. So, yeah, but in English, that would almost be like me and my younger brother being called John and Jonathan. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, to you almost naming your children the same thing. Yeah, it's not that weird. It'd be like Sarah. Uh, this if, is my if, daughter if, Sarah. How weird is this? This is my other daughter Sarah. It, it, okay, weird, but it's not unusual. If if it happened to you and your brother, it, me and my brother, it's, it's it's. No, but it wouldn't happen in English. You wouldn't call one daughter Sarah Marie and the other daughter Sarah Anne. Because then you're basically calling them the same name. Well, they did it with Jon Otter and Jon Bjarni, which is a reference you will never understand. Nope. Nope. Okay, will you please now plug uh, our Valentine's show thing? Yes. I'm going to go get uh, some more ice yes. so we can make some more drinks. Yes. So, if you have enjoyed uh, the comedy stylings of uh, the Ice Australia podcast, we have been doing them live at Hurra on a more regular basis. And uh, on the 14th of February, so that is a Tuesday at 9pm, for free, we are going to have a very special Valentine's Day Australia podcast. And we're actually thinking of adding a very special segment to that show where Huli and I actually get to ask questions of previous lovers of each other. So you won't want to miss that one. That is going to be at Hurra. At 9 p.m. on Tuesday, the 14th of February, which is Valentine's Day. A very special day for people who are alone, like us. Yes, bring your Tinder date. Yeah, bring I, your I, Tinder I, date. I, I met a friend of mine the other day who was, like, who was thinking, should I do this Tinder thing? And I said, yes, yes you should. It totally works. It will make everything in, in your life more embarrassing. Mm. Or, or, well, it will make your life more embarrassing. Yeah. But it is worth it because it is the modern day, modern day way of uh, communicating have with you ever, people you would like to have sex with. You know how Kinder um, sometimes asks you if you would like to give feedback? Yeah. I actually did yesterday. Oh, really? I did. I wrote feedback to Tinder. And what did you say? I said to them, they said, so how, how is your experience on Tinder? And I only gave them a three out of five. And, uh, and I, I, they said, so what would you like to say? I said, well, I don't think uh, it, it, it really works as well as you anticipated because people just match with each other and then not talk. Yeah, well, that's the people's problem. Right? I know, but I just, I, I, I just that, wanted that's to have how a I rant. treated it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's an understandable rant. I was just I having guess. a whinge. A whinge. I was having a but, whinge. Uh, it was having a whinge. Yeah, oh, I, I guess having. it. I was having a whinge. <laughs> I guess it hadn't had a spider up his clacker. No, I know that didn't make sense. I hadn't had anything up my clacker. Which is why I was having a whinge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hadn't had anything up his clacker. Hadn't had anything up his clacker in, in, in his near past. In donkeys. That's another one. Donkeys. This so I haven't had anything up my clacker. Okay, Sabo. <laughs> Gonna go down to the servo get some ciggies. <laughs> it's funny that <clears throat> the fact that you didn't have anything up your clacker this, this Sabo that made you whinging. <laughs> Made you winch. <laughs> so, um, mm. no, but, but I said to my friend, I was like, yeah, go for it, do it, get that up. And I told him as well, in 
and uh, you find yourself a match mm. and you invite her to the podcast. Australia Valentine's Day podcast. I have been told and by... thank me later. Well, actually, I have heard on several occasions of people having very successful dates at our podcast. Yes, because we do talk a lot about sex, mm-hmm. which open up uh, their uh, gentle cavities. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a thing you say. Cavity. It is a cavity. Yeah, it is a cavity. And uh, <laughs> why it would it's a cavity search? Yes. And uh, then later on, uh, and we also make people laugh. Yeah, and then so they will be relaxed. People who are relaxed are more inclined, and they drink, and, they drink, and they're yeah. more inclined to want to have sex. Yes, it is the perfect date. So if you want to have sex with your Tinder date, mm-hmm. or at least have. Uh, your tinted date open up their sexual cavities uh, for so you you'll at, at least have a chance to have sex with your uh, tinted date. Mm. Come to Australia. On that <laughs> note, I'd love to give a shout out to yes. two of our listeners who came to my show. I told you about them. Mm-hmm. Um, came to my show on uh, on Saturday, and I went up to them after and said. Thank you so much for coming to the show. How did you find out about it? And they said, because you plugged it in the podcast. I love Last that. week, you, you said, if you enjoyed the comedy stylings of. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're a couple, and they work in the same place. I think their names are Christian and Christine. Mm. And, uh, and she, in particular, noted that she was annoyed... Um, that we missed two episodes over the Christmas break. Well, that it, is a compliment. That is a, that is a wonderful compliment. So, so if you're listening, which I know you are, because you said you listen to every episode, um, then, uh, then we, will, we promise that we will stick to the rule of consistency is key. Yes. So next, next Christmas, for example, we will pre-tape a couple of episodes if we, wanna, if we are going on a vacation. To be uh, fair, the fact that we didn't have those episodes was because uh, at one time there were technical difficulties yeah. between, you know, the Iceland and Australia, opposites of the globe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I also need to point out, I think we mentioned that we were going to have a special guest in this episode today, and she is not well, so we were unable to bring her in, uh, but we will get her later in the month. Yes. Um, and now it's time to go to be straight. I want to go first. Yes. Because I have an interesting question mm. that I almost started with you beforehand, and you said no, save it for the podcast. Because I uh, was uh, thinking recently, there was a uh, I was talking with a friend of mine who had mentioned an incident where he had gotten a girl pregnant mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know, she decided she didn't want to keep the baby and it, I mean, everything was fine. Um, but it led me to think to myself, that is literally a situation I probably will never be in. There's no way I'm ever going to accidentally get somebody pregnant, mm-hmm. which also made me think about the fact that if I ever wanted to have a child, it would have to be a very conscious decision for me. Mm-hmm. And so my question to you is, do you believe that life that is the same? Love. Do you believe in life after love? It takes time to move on. Um, <laughs> I need a little feel strong. <laughs> um, I mean, do you believe in life after love? Kind of sounds like, do you believe in having kids? 
I guess, I guess. But I, I was going to say, actually, an interesting, uh, there's a, a comedian in Australia, Cal Wilson, and I, uh, I once had a chat to her after she had her first child. And I was like, what was it like, you know, having a baby? And she said, in a long-term relationship, the, the, the way she puts it, it, it together is if you're in a monogamous relationship, it's the only time when you're both in love with someone else and it's okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Yes, that's uh, really I sweet. Mean, that's but for you, Hule, for you, do you yes. see yourself, like, my question is, if you ended up having a child, do you think it would be something that you deliberately went to do or just something that happened? I mean, like uh, my situation is now, it will be would be have to be something accidental, mm-hmm. and I have always kind of I had this in like in my early days of stand up. I had this whole bit about uh, like I hope I was an accident mm. because the thought of my parents fucking each other too make me on purpose mm-hmm. is the creepiest thought I can ever have. Why? Because the thought of them <laughs> purposely having sex. Yes. No. Well, of course, you t- would have to have sex on purpose. Accidental sex is just, well, how does that happen? No. But, um, I slipped and I fell <laughs> and part of me went inside her. Uh, uh, reminds me of an Eminem lyric. What? You slipped, fell, landed on a stick. Uh, but uh, the the thing is, yeah, my bet was actually just oh, I can't forget the how you uh, I can't forget the expression on your father's face when he first came into this world. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> because if they are purposely trying to make a child, yeah, then they are actually you're like. I, I, I want to be an accident. I, the thought of me being an accident is way... It's more comfort, comforting than thinking of them actually like, okay, let's make Hulli. No. But I mean, in this country, this is, gonna, this is a huge generalization, but I don't think I'm that wrong. Um, in this country, it's more likely you're an accident because Icelanders are bad at wearing condoms and contraception. Yes, it's true. But okay, so um, I think if I was in a, a relationship that had been going on for a real uh, for a, quite a while and we were really in love, sure. So, I, but I, I, I you could, I could, uh, I could skip the goalie. But, but would you initiate the conversation? Have you? Is there a part of you that wants to be a father? Sometimes, uh, because I like some kids, uh, yeah. but I have my uh, opinion of kids is the same th- opinion. Is this, I have the same rule with kids as with all other people. Some kids are assholes, which mm. I don't want to hang around with, mm-hmm. and some kids aren't. I mean, it's just the same variety of people. Don't you think you can help make your kid not an asshole? No, I think uh, there's some, like... 
if you have your own kid, mm. because whenever I, t- uh, the thought of changing a diaper mm. or or dealing with a screaming kid in a, in a supermarket sounds like a nightmare to me. Mm. But this is this like a chemical reaction that happens in your brain when you have your own kid. Mm. I think it's called um, love, <laughs> uh, which <laughs> makes you kind of tolerate that whole mm, thing. Mm, mm. So if I will have a kid, I will of course be like, oh fucking shit, fuck shit when it's making a scene in the supermarket mm. or if it's like having a diarrhea episode, episode where you wonder how how so much shit can fit into such a little packet. Mm. There is this whole love thing that will make you actually just go through with it and later on when you die, you will be happy that this happened because you have this whole sequel of yourself mm. like you have a franchise mm. and um, so I only think well, some of... people have franchises all over the country and 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 but uh, yeah so so here's the thing with me having kids is that I like my life as it is mm. Despite, you know, my depression and... Well, it's not a bit... It's more of anxiety, anxiety yeah. yes. Despite, uh, or despite uh, the, the glitches, mm. I, I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, so if I never have kids... Your life gets to be as it is now. My life gets to be, gets to be as it is now and the possibilities from that point are endless. Mm. If I do have a kid, mm-hmm. I will receive and I will experience unconditional love. So, which is better? Freedom or right. love? Yeah. So yeah. it's both is better. So it's a win-win situation. Either way. Yeah. Do you think you will, if you died and you never had a child, do you feel that you'll still feel as fulfilled? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm hoping I will. I mean, if I... Here's the thing. I have this constant urge to make things. So now um, art is my, 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 my children. Yeah. Um, and I... There are a lot of successful people out there and, and artists that I respect that haven't don't have children. Mm. For example, um, Sarah Silverman mm-hmm. or Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. And all, all, a lot of my favorite people at the SL. Don't have kids. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> it doesn't. It, uh, and uh, uh, they are important uh, figures in my life. Mm. So, uh, like, so, but but the the conclusion is that if I have a kid, that will be amazing, and I would love it. Mm. If I don't, that would be amazing, and I love it. I'm going through a weirdness about it, actually. Yeah, because when when I first got together with Vincent. We both wanted children. Right. And we, you know, lived in a country where it's not easy for gay people to do that. And then over time, as he became a GP and started working in medical centers, um, he changed his mind. And I have always said to people who've got kids, um, don't... Because, like, I remember saying to him once, what made you change your mind? He's like, if you spend every day for three years with a screaming child in your office and a parent telling you, don't ever have kids, it'll ruin your life. Yeah. You'll start to believe them. Mm-hmm. And and that's, you know, he was like, 
he he completely changed. So I completely accepted because you know we were going to be together forever. Yeah. That I wouldn't. I was never going to have children. And now I'm, you know, two years out of that being single. It's once again something that I could do if I wanted to. Right. Whereas I had completely accepted I was never going to have it before. But now if I wanted to have it, I probably could have it. And I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I would be fulfilled never having a child. I don't know if it's just a selfish... Because I think having children is selfish anyway. People say most, most things are selfish. Yeah, but like when people say it's the most selfless thing you can do, I disagree. Because you made a child so that you can have a child. I, I just want to quote uh, David Cross. He has this yep. great joke about it. Uh, where he says, like, he gets annoyed with parents going, like, saying things like, oh, having kids, being a parent... It's the hardest thing you can do. It's the most difficult thing you can do. It's very hard. And yeah. he says, oh, you want to know what's hard? Convincing your girlfriend friend to have her fourth consecutive abortion. This <laughs> 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 is such a good one. But when people do say that it's like it's the hardest thing they'll ever do, really, because I'm pretty sure chopping off your own leg to survive would be harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than I, having. Children. I mean, of course it's hard. It's difficult work, and it should be hard because you are raising a human. Mm. And if it, if, it, if it would be easy, you're either lucky and have a genius child that's good at everything. It's also something you chose also, to do. Yeah, well, not always. Well, or, well, well, yeah. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. That depends on yeah. where you're from, whatever. And, uh, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it is hard, but it's also the most common thing in the world. It doesn't make world. you special at no. all. No, it's such, it's such a common thing that it's a problem. There's too many. It's, in fact, the one thing that mm-hmm. is destroying this planet mm-hmm. is people. People having kids. Yeah. yeah. So... If it's a it's a beautiful thing, it's also a problem, mm-hmm. and we can talk about this forever. And uh, us having no children, it makes us it makes it easier for us to be cynical about it. Yeah. Well, I've I've actually considered sperm donation as well, but yeah. then and I started telling you this, and you said save it for the podcast. Um, that that in itself is a stupid thing because from one teaspoon of sperm. The science is so good that they could get thousands of kids from mm. one... Like, why do you need all these? And it's because we want to select what the child looks like. And we want to, we wanna, you know, pick, look at the picture and, and, and say, Oh, yeah, I don't want my kid's dad to be ginger. Heaven forbid. You know, or like, oh, I, I, I want my, my kid's dad to be Asian. I've actually heard someone say this before. Because I want my child to have that wonderful... Um, cross Euro Asian look, so they can be a model. That is a good look. It is an amazing. But <laughs> 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 it's like, well, uh, I don't know. I've 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 been asked for my sperm. Yeah. Yeah, we were both asked, um, Vincent and I, by uh, one of his oldest friends. She basically sent us a message saying. Because um, she was in her mid-30s, and she said, I, I thought I would have someone to share my life with by now, but I don't. Um, and I want to have a child, and I actually cannot think of better people who I would want to donate. And her idea was she wanted us both to. 
and uh, we would, you know, never know which of us was the father. I mean, that's one thing, wonderful thing about medical technology these days is that you actually can do that. But my personal view is that you should rather adopt because... There's this, enough kids out there who... Yeah, there's no, yeah mm. there are enough people out there. Mm. And also there are like tons of kids that don't have families yeah. and will die because they don't have families. So if you want to do something beautiful, mm. make something beautiful... Get a child that needs a home. Yeah, yeah. that's... that's that's then you that you will become Jesus right mm. there. Mm-hmm. So just do that, and don't don't pick the prettiest child. Oh, like pick the deformed one. No, just have a lottery or something. Like go. Oh, I put the names in the hat. I'm yeah. sorry, Mabutu, I didn't pick you. Um. No, yeah. Well, I I I really don't know what I'm talking about, but it's I'm just uh, uh, thinking out loud. Yeah. 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 But it's 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 good. It's it's good. I do sometimes worry that um, I will leave it too late. Yeah. Well. Anyway, but uh, if I I'm used to being alone, so I'll guess if if I will be alone for the rest of my life without a kid. Yeah. Um. It's cheaper. It's cheaper, and I will make the best of it. I will actually make the awesomest of it. I mm. think. Yes. Mm. I will even go to Machu Picchu and take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Did you have a question for me this week? I did. Yeah. Okay, I'll bring it. Um, I'll have bring you ever it. been like really attracted, hopefully, hopelessly attracted? Hmm. Um, but I know your kind of relationship history, so I think I know the answer to this. But what if you fall in love with a straight guy, knowing he's straight? I have. Yeah. What's that like? It's weird. Yeah? Because initially, you you don't realize that you've fallen in love with them. Yeah. It's a bit like, say, if you yeah, had a female I, friend. I, I know that question. Yeah. I, I know that feeling. Yeah. it's you don't, you don't realize, and then after a while, you go, oh my God, I've fallen in love with this straight... And it's, it's so confusing, because you're like, you're obviously like, nothing will ever happen. It's not like the, it's not like a, a a made for TV movie where you're both gonna realize. And I mean, I've I read a, a Reddit article, um, by this guy. It was so adorable. Is this guy was like, oh, you know, I've got this friend, and and we've known each other for years, and he described their whole relationship, and how much time they spend together, and how intimate they are with each other, and and how um he misses them so much when they're away. And basically, someone on Reddit said, dude, he's your boyfriend. <laughs> He <laughs> was like, "What?" And then they they Reddit followed this up, and and the guy actually, they ended up in a relationship together. They both thought they were straight. They had no idea they were gay, um, and okay. they were just yes. best friends. They thought they were just the best friends in the world. That sounds but, like just a wonderful romantic comedy. But, yeah, but and people actually had to point out regular straight male friends are not as in love with each other as you two are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they... That's so interesting. They had to be told that they were actually in a gay relationship. That is so... I want to see that movie. Mm. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's not what happens when you fall in love with a straight guy. No. And there's actually, it's, it's fetishized. Straight guy. It's fetishized as well, getting banged by a straight dude. Oh, I, I, I bet it it's is. It's completely... It's just like being, uh, banging a lesbian. Yeah, it's... Which I have numerous times. 
I know you have. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I've never... Well, I mean, there was that one time with the, the Danish guy... Remember the one who was like, I've never had sex with a man before, and then, yeah, yeah. and then immediately afterwards he was like, oh, because I was ready to spoon. Yeah, yeah. And he and said, he just, oh, I prefer sex with women. I should go. Yeah. It was that was. But I, yeah, but I, he also told me like you went home with the guys who like, oh, I'm, I don't have any experience in gay sex, and, and then, then they just like, open up. Yeah, like a flower. Like a flower and <laughs> it's like, oh, of course you have. You've totally had a dick up there before. Um. But it is a weird, it's a weird feeling and it's, it's, I kind of, like the last time it happened to me, I just, I stopped hanging around with the guy. Right. Because it was just too, it wasn't, I don't want to say painful. I felt weird. Right. I know he had no idea and he still will never have any idea right. to this day. But I just, I just, because after you realize it, then you start there's like a little thing of hope in there that you just hope. And I think what it shows me though, is that the relationships that matter the most to me romantically are ones that are founded on a really good friendship. Right. And that's because that's what I had, you know, in the past that lasted so long. And, and it's, and sometimes in gay dating, you don't get that. You don't get the good friendship first. No, because it's just about an attraction. Yeah. And that's one of the, one of the, I still maintain this, one of the best things. So male libido up against male libido. And that's, and that's often all it is. Yeah. And for me, what was so rewarding about the 10 year relationship I had when it was great was that I was in love with my best friend. Mm. And it was, it was so, it was a nice, um, yeah, it was a nice feeling to go, you are my best friend. I, I don't need another best friend outside of this relationship. I still had lots of really close friends, but, mm -hmm. um, and so I think any time I've ever kind of fallen in love with a straight guy, it has purely been about there. I mean, obviously there's an attraction, but it's, it's like a, it's a brain love. A brain love. Does that make sense? Yes, uh, you're picturing uh, science fiction. Uh, like a, a, a 50 science fiction <laughs> brain, brain love. love. Um, but yeah, you fall in love with their mind or also you... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, get that. Oh, oh yeah. That, that is often the kind of... Often, yeah, you, you can fall in love with someone through their brain and suddenly, oh, I didn't realize you are sexy as fuck. I once had a female friend that I, I thought for a, a little while I was bisexual. Right? Mm. Because you were in love with her brain? Uh, but she was also very attractive. Mm. And then it, but just in the end, I, I was just like, nah, I don't actually want to yeah, have sex it's, with it's you. the lack of the penis. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was like, if there's a tent. I remember it from uh, Sex and the City once when uh, I think Charlotte yeah. uh, was started hanging around with lesbians. Yeah. And she kind of thought she was attractive to uh, one of them. Yeah. And then uh, one of the lesbians friends of the lesbian she thought she was attracted to mm -hmm. said, yeah, but at the end of the day, are you going to lick her pussy or not? Mm. And she was like, no, I'm not. She had an Oprah aha moment. She's yeah. like, oh, I'm not no, gay. No, no, I don't think so. I've had, I've had a lot of straight friends tell me before they wish they were bisexual or they wish they... And I was like, why? Why would you wish that? 
Why would you... Because it's no, not an easy like life. Yeah, what? Bisexual? Well, just, you know, why would you wish that you... I, I just don't understand wishing... Because I spent so much time in my life wishing I was straight. Yeah. Wishing I was something I'm not. And that came out of a... A very dark place, so I don't really okay, understand. I see, I, I see that, but here's, I think when people say something like, I wish I was bisexual, they're just wishing for a, a wider platform. Yeah. So uh, it would be nice to be attracted to all humans, yeah. or like both of those traditional sexualities. Nice or easier. Yeah, easier, mm. I guess. I don't know if it's true, but it sounds easier. Mm. Because then you could look over the room and think, I like that one, I like that one, I like that one. And uh, just and also when you have a threesome, it wouldn't matter if it's the devil's threesome or uh, the regular threesome or oh whatever. Oh my god, you just, I just completely forgot. You know when you said, have I ever fallen in love with a straight man? Yeah. There's a whole story. <laughs> because there was, when I was a young actor... When I was a young warthog. When <laughs> <laughs> I was a young warthog. Um, I had a best friend yeah. who was straight. And that that's the very first time I remember because totally, I totally fell in love with him. Um, and, you know, we were studying together. And we did lots of drunken shit that was bordering on full-on sex with each other. How bordering? Like masturbating in the same room oh, and turning it into okay. weird games and oh. and strip poker. It like stupid. Like you know, I look back at it now and go, oh my god, it was just a weird homo erotic so, thing. So it was you being you and him experimenting. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think he was experimenting, and then um, so so I, I I don't know. I don't really care if anyone in Australia listens to this. Um, so then, you know, we, we stayed in touch, uh, you know, and it, af- like it actually, I was so in love with him that it actually really hurt that, uh, that all this stuff, we'd done all this stuff. And then he kind of like ignored me for a while. And obviously it was because he was dealing with his own issues of, of, uh, you know, am I gay? Am I not? And then, um, flash forward like over a decade, I am now divorced and I was in my house and he had come to see me perform and he came over and we were drinking and uh, he asked me this, this, like, he was like, you know, so, cause we, we were kids, we grew up together, yeah. you know, and he, he, um, asked me like, you know, so how are you actually feeling? And I was really, this is a movie moment for you. I was, I was crying because I said, you know, everything that had happened, I said, I just feel so unlovable and so ugly and he literally grabbed my head and kissed me and then we fooled around for like three hours and fooled around to sex yeah for like three hours and then the the next time I saw him he came to see one of my final cabaret shows came back to my place and we had sex twice right and it was just it was like so he was gay for you yeah, but and then now he's got a girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, we and I was okay with. I knew yeah. exactly what it was. Like it was, but it was like for me, it was like a, a oh wow, this is something I wanted when I was seventeen, yeah. and I did it now. And wasn't great though. It was. It was because it was fun. Yeah, like you know, it was. It was 
almost like finishing off a chapter that had started a long time no, ago. Oh, I love. I mean, I I that resonates with me. I I've known like uh, when I've uh, kind of messed it up with a girl, mm-hmm. and then years later I have sex with that girl, and like, oh my god, it, yeah, it kind of it came full circle and now I never will feel uncomfortable around her again. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure uh, how similar it is, but it's uh, kind of... And the, the, I remember the next... Cause, I mean, we, he was very good at spooning. And the next morning he said, can I confess something to you? And I said, what? And he said, we've lived in the same city for five years now. Do you know why I've never come to see you? I said, no. He's like, I never liked your husband. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was like I just don't like him. <laughs> your history is much more col. Your you like uh, uh, romantic history is much more colorful than mine. I, I feel. So. Well, you've been more open uh, with it with your show and everything. I'm yeah, not, I'm never gonna do a show about my. You're never gonna do a show. <laughs> going, hey, everyone! Anyone here trying to kill themselves? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I never done that, so I don't have that. Yeah. And all I would say is like, uh, so here are the pe- girls that I have sex with. Aren't I special? You could do a show like that. I think so. Yes, but as no. a as a like, if I were giving you advice, if you want it, mm-hmm. it would be that your show would have to be about that, but it would have to be from the perspective of you understanding the moments where you screwed up. Well, obviously, that would be the only things I would focus on. Yeah. But still, I it think would it be would a be a straight guy talking about the girls he had sex with. But then there would have to be a moment in there. This is this is how my mind operates when it comes to shows. There would have to be a theme in there. There'd have to be something that you admit to the audience and yourself that is the common thread of why these relationships don't work. And then you yeah. would have to be brutally honest about it. I think so, but I don't think it's a thing. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty normal. My mm-hmm. whole history. Yeah. My romantic history? Yeah, it's normal, but I think, I think, I'm just saying if you were wanting to turn it into a show, you'd have to do some deep personal reflection and actually go, what is it about me? Do what Taylor Swift <coughs> never does, which is go, maybe I'm the problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I will never say that because <laughs> that would be slut-shaming. But, uh, and now I think if I will do a personal show like you, it won't uh, focus on relationship. It will be focusing more on, uh, I don't know, being unable to be social at, uh, at a certain age yeah. and then suddenly finding, getting out of that, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even sure if I will go there. I don't feel the need to. I'm kind of doing it here on this uh, show. Yeah. And it's not your it's not your style. It's not my style. It's not style. But that was a good game to me straight. It was. Yes, it was, really it was one of the best one ones. One of the best ones so far. So now it's time for The Ants of, of Agony. So our first question um, comes in Facebook from Bilka Babylons, who just sent me a message now asking if the word neighboring is spelled with an O-U-R. Um, and the answer is in English, British English it is. So I'm just going to write that back. Uh, okay. But here's one that came through. Um, I have one. Yeah, go. Okay. Here is an anonymous one. 
Uh, my vandamál, which is a problem, mm-hmm. is that I am meeting a foreign boy in a foreign country and sometimes there's a huge, there's such a huge difference here because Icelandic women are so feminist and foreign men are very shocked. Should I blend in with the culture or should I stay true to my roots? One love. Um, when it comes to feminism, no, you should not blend in. No, it's true. No. You should, you should, you should understand other people's cultures, mm-hmm. but not if it means that you have to lose who you are as a person. Yeah, I think maybe the fear here is that she will kind of alienate people if you should go like, no, you can't say things like that or you can't act like that, but you can be that person and be fun at the same time. Yeah. Because, I mean... I do it here. Yes. And I do it all the time, in a way. Although it doesn't count because I'm a man. Uh, but uh, I know a lot of girls who do. And, th- in fact, when you go that way, if you stand... If you uh, stand... What do you say? You stay, stand, stand your ground. Stand your ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it will actually become... That will be the the new attractive part about you. Because Mm -hmm. uh, I know a lot of girls who have told men of like, Hey, motherfucker, you can't treat me like that. And they they suddenly turn into like a 90s boy band girl like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So just stand your ground, girl. Do it. It will pay off. Also, if you don't, you will be part of the past. And you want to be the future, not the past. Yeah. No no relationship is worth uh, vanishing into and becoming someone you're not. Exactly. That's true. If uh, the, uh, the guy doesn't uh, accept that your, you're your, inter- your independent self... Then he don't deserve you. He don't deserve you. If he don't like you at your Kirsty Alley, he don't deserve you at your Nicole Richie. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Um, my answer of agony is, why are my old Facebook posts so cringy? How can I avoid that? The answer straight away is, that's just the past. Yeah, that's... The, the past the, the, is always cringy. It is, it, uh, absolutely. You are an evolving human being, mm-hmm. and if you wouldn't be ashamed of your past in some way or another, it means that you aren't evolving. That means you are at a standstill. And when I look at my old Facebook posts, I cringe. Oh, please. And I just go, oh my God, I used to think I was so funny. And then I just have a moment where I go... I'm so much funnier now. Imagine how yeah. much funnier I'm going to be in the future when I look exactly. back at these posts as a com- Yeah, as a comedian, yeah. that's the perfect like, way to measure it because our first set. Oh, yeah. What a crap set that oh, was. Well, you know how terrible mine was. Yeah. Have you got, have you got uh, a, a, another one? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I do. I'm just going to look it up here. Um, There's uh, quite a few this week, isn't there? Yes. All of a sudden, I have a bunch. So I'm just going to skim the wise guy jokes. Okay, well, I've got one ready to go. Okay. Okay. Um, So I sometimes, once a month or so, get horrible stress nightmares that ruin my day. What can I do to reclaim those days, or should I wallow in anxiety and hope the next one is better? Well, I, uh, this is basically my every day. I wake up with anxiety every day. 
But I think this guy's actually having nightmares. I had a nightmare last night. Yeah, so what about? I th- uh, about uh, there was there was a fat guy mm. uh, trying to get into my apartment. Oh. And I remember home invasion is a bad nightmare. Yeah, that's a bad nightmare. And I remember waking myself up for try because you always are paralyzed in those situations within your nightmare. Mm. So I went like. I tried to scream and I did like until I woke up. <coughs> and you it took me. Had sleep paralysis. Yeah, I have. Uh, it happens a lot of times. Not a lot, but once in a while. Uh, and uh, what was the question from? So what should he do? Because the next day it ruins his day. It's hard to say. I have the same problem. I haven't solved it. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I recently, I'm going to a Gellagner very soon, hopefully. A psychologist. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I also recommend a psychiatrist. Yeah. Uh, it's just fun. It's really f- fun and uh, cathartic to talk to someone who actually is paid to listen, to, listen to, you. to you talk about your problems. Because then yeah. you don't feel guilty that you're dumping your yeah. problems on someone. Uh, One of the best things I ever did was go to a psychologist and talk about shit. Yeah, it's it's great. Do it. It's no shame. Some people still find shame in it, but it's no shame. It's, it's actually very cool. Yeah, but I would say, I would say it's only going to work for you if you do your homework. Yeah. Because usually they give you things they want you to do. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. Yeah, you have to do that. And you can't go there... And uh, fake, no. fake it. You can't lie to. Uh, yeah, there's no. The you're not going to gain anything the psychiatrist. No, no. But I think you'll never learn. My two cents on this one is I. I don't tend to have nightmares that ruin my day, but I have a lot of very emotional dreams, and then I wake up from them, and the baggage of the emotional dream, which is something that never happens, sticks with me. Yeah. For the whole day, and I think, I think the best thing you can do is just thought interruption. Mm-hmm. So when you're starting to think about the dream or the nightmare, instantly force yourself to think about something else. I do that as well. Like go through a list of, mm-hmm. you know, things you need at the grocery store or um, funny videos you've seen on YouTube. Immerse yourself in your interests. Yeah, something else. And then eventually it'll go away. You can, I think, I think sometimes talking to somebody about, mm-hmm. like even if it's a friend, I had this really bad dream, what happened in it? Because sometimes I find that the scariest dreams I have when I actually say them out loud, they're not scary anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just you felt the fear in the dream, but it wasn't that shocking. No, <coughs> exactly. No, um, it's just, it's a very, it's such a common problem. How do I t- deal with my anxiety? Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, you, just the, the fact that you're addressing it now uh, if you haven't done it before, if this is your first time, the fact that you're doing it now is good. It's a good step, and just keep on talking about it mm-hmm. and realize it's the thing instead of like what the fuck is going on. Exactly. Have you got so, another one ready? Okay, I'll try here. Um, let's see. Uh, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Funny, funny, funny. Joke, joke, joke. Here is one. Yeah. I can you solve the problem of PMS? Please, Rootskir or mansplain it to me. I'm suffering a very... <laughs> I'm suffering a bad... Uh, episode. Episode right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I don't think I need... I don't think we need to mansplain PMS. But... I mean, here we are, a couple of guys, mm. complaining about everything that's in our life. Mm-hmm. All, our, all our psychological Western problems. Yep. Imagine us also be, uh, be uh, bleeding from our crutches. Yes. On top of that. Mm-hmm. And of course your emotions are all over the place as well, which is the PMS mm-hmm. moment. I think I'm going to say something right now that mm-hmm. may get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because I've had this conversation with one of my best friends who is of the female species. And mm-hmm. we've both agreed on this because we... we Yes, because females are another species. They're, no. Thanks. Um, but there are circumstances when your behavior doesn't actually have anything to do with your menstrual cycle. And I think this, these, are, these were my friend's words. Okay. She said that sometimes she gets annoyed when some of her work colleagues or other female friends say, Oh, I'm sorry I was a bitch to you. I'm just having really bad PMS. Mm -hmm. And her response to that is, no, you were just being an asshole because, like, it's, I don't know, her opinion is, I I cannot comment on it. I've never experienced it myself. But she said it doesn't work that way. (laughs) Of course, your emotions get all over the place. I wouldn't want to bleed for five days and not die. (laughs) My comment to that one is none. Because I can't afford it because I'm a no. man and I won't touch that. And you're not a yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I am smart. So, but she said solving the problem of PMS. I don't think you can solve it. No, no. She was. Uh, I this think is you my, just. This is my friend fucking with us. Yeah. Well, I think you can. It just. I have another one which is yeah. better. Okay. Okay. No, no, right. I will. I will. I'm totally gonna get in trouble. Here, take my hand. I, I will. I will lift you up. Oh, take my hand, boss. I will lift you out of this hole uh-huh. you have been digging for yourself. Yeah. I here is a funny one. I can never really know when because she's mixing Icelandic with English. Yes, everyone because, is doing that today. Yes, because my question was, was the same. The yeah. Same, yeah. yeah. To explain, I said, Jonathan and I are about to hljóðiðita an episode of Australia now. We have a vandamáladálkur where we solve our personal, your personal problems. Do you have any? You can send me personally skillaboth if you want me, if you want to be nabblaus. This one girl says, yes, I can never almennilega know hvort folk sem veifa mér út að götu sér reyna veifa mér eða eitthvað fyrir aftan mig. Almost mjög awkward þegar ég veifa móti og veifið wasn't meant for me. What should I do? This means I never know if people who are waving me out on the street are waving at me or someone behind me. Always very awkward when I wave back and the wave wasn't for me. And when, but, but when I don't wave, I look like a total... Tosser. Uh, well, can't actually. Uh-huh. Uh, what should I do? Step one. When someone waves at you, look behind you. Mm-hmm. If there's no one behind you waving back at them, they're waving at you. Yeah, but if, if somebody who you are supposed to know are waving at you and you look behind you, then you're acknowledging the fact that you don't know who is waving at you. No, you, you might acknowledge... Oh, God. Who waves? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> 
what are they? Are they waving from like a distance of 500? Like, if they're across the street, why are they waving at you? Why aren't they just saying hello? Who waves these days? Nobody waves. You've usually got a phone or a wallet in your hand. Why are you going to wave? Waving is like the most ancient way of communicating. Nobody waves. <laughs> Only people who are just. Uh, who work at airports? Is she? Is she? Is she, is this? Is is it a girl? Yes, it's is a this girl. person? Oh, well, is is she only friends with like deaf mutes? <laughs> is she working at a school for sign language, or you know what's going on? Why are so many people in your life waving? That's the question that really needs to be asked here. You know. I don't know. I like waving. Do you? Yeah. Sometimes you know. Actually, sometimes I just wave. At people who don't know who really who are who they are, but they kind of have like this. They're nodding at me, or it's like, "Hey, hey, how's mm. it going?" I do like a stupid wave just to get the whole thing out of the way. So if I don't actually know them, I'm just a silly waving clown, and they'll think, "Oh, it's just this comedian just waving." This you know, I've I've been doing a, a thing in the last month. Every time I see someone in my neighborhood, because um, they're in Tlida. Everyone there is just so intent on not speaking to another human. Yeah. Um, so every time I see someone, I purposely make eye contact with them and say, Hey! And just see what happens. Very few people have returned the hey. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good at that. Or, con- or like, a, like cynical confrontation. Like, hey, how's it going? I just, I feel like, uh, I feel... Uh, I feel bad all the time. But there is you 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 told me that when you when you kind of live close to town, you there's an etiquette. I I actually don't feel bad all the time. Yeah. I was just hoping there would be a silence after I said that, and then oh. the show would just end. Oh okay. I'm sorry, I ruined that for you. I know exactly how the show's gonna end. Oh, I do. You'll see. You'll see. But okay. but okay. I do remember you pointed out to me very early on in this podcast that there is a, an etiquette to when you're walking down the street in Iceland, and if you see someone, you can tell straight away if they want you to say hi or if they just want to keep moving. And it wasn't until recently that I went, I understand that now. Yeah. Yeah, that's an, I think it's some... Uh, yeah, this thing of not knowing when to say hi mm. or, yeah, or when to acknowledge another person mm. is a bigger problem in Iceland than in other, any other country. Uh-huh. Because we are the biggest, smallest village in the whole world. We're so everyone it knows each other. Yeah, and and, and if you re- if you literally stopped to talk to everyone you knew, you'd never get where you're going. Yeah, that's why I just look at the street or put my headphones on. But that's and the love wearing sunglasses. That's the best. Yeah, and that's that's the key though. There's a look about people, and you can acknowledge them, but you kind of do like a little nod, and then mm-hmm. if you don't do more than that, they don't want to talk. Yeah, and you don't take it personally. If yeah. you take it personally, then, you're bad at being Icelandic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never taken it personally. Ever. So no, you're you are now officially Icelandic, Icelandic because you know. I know when yeah. not to talk to people. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes they don't understand. You can tell the people who don't know the etiquette. But I will say this one thing: send in the clowns, those laughing. 
Der fick clowns. Send in those awful and soulful smokes by the bowlful clowns. Send in the clowns. They're already Takk fyrir að hlusta.